Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with our WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here, just WordPress happiness made easy. Now here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up everybody? Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick here, and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Episode number 12 and take two. <laughs> Literally, I recorded this earlier and don't know what the bucket I did when I went to edit because I deleted the entire thing. Note to self, save, 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 save. <laughs> Couple things for you today. First, the name of today's episode, the best advice I've ever received and how not to be an asshat. This will all tie together. Uh, but before we get into that, I just, I have to share a couple things. First, I, I want to, because I forgot to do this actually earlier. So this, maybe this is why the other one got deleted, because I forgot this. Today's podcast, while it's kind of personal, it's definitely related to business and online marketing and uh, blogging and WordPress. But one thing that I've noticed recently is that there seems to be, I don't know if it's a trend or if it's just sort of a new market within WordPress but of skinning, customizing the admin. So you've probably, or maybe you haven't, but there's a plugin called MP6 that you can download from the uh, repository wordpress.org under plugins. And it's funny because I think it's, and I apologize, I think it's created by uh, WordPress and they say unofficially it doesn't exist (laughs) really. Um, But then I saw another plugin today on Code Canyon and it was also for customizing the admin. So I think we may see more of this. I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are on, you know, skinning the dashboard, I guess, for lack of a better word. The one that I found today has that flat design that I am totally in love with and seems to be everywhere. It's a very popular UI design right now. So I don't know, I may give it a shot. So stay tuned for a potential video on that. But I would love to know what you guys think about skinning the dashboard. And it's not just putting a logo or a custom login. It's like the whole dashboard has a different style, basically. Everything is still in the same places. It just looks different. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it's a whole new whole new market niche. I don't know. Kind of themes, plugins, and now there's this uh, admin skin. So that'll be interesting. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to start with, share with, before we get into the best advice and my asshat story. <laughs> I freaking love that word. I just have to tell you that. And I, I totally thought that, well, it was new to me, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, when I read Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants, which was hilarious, if you like her. Um, but it's, I went to, this is really funny, I, I did find an image. So if you're just listening to this, make sure to go to the site and check out the actual image I found for an asshat, because it's pretty funny. It's an illustration, a graphic, not a photo, which... Yeah, some of those were just pretty, pretty gross. So we're not going to go there. But anyways, okay, so this is going to seem really obvious. But you know, sometimes there's you get something. And then you understand something, right? There's a difference like, yeah, I understand that logically, that makes sense. And then there comes a point where you're like, Oh, I get it. I get what that means, right? And for me, sometimes I have to hear things or see them (laughs) multiple times. I don't know if I'm a slow learner. Or we're going to go ahead with my rule of thumb that is, 
you know, when you're ready to get something is when you're going to get it, eh, you know, for what that's worth. So my, my point with this is that what I have realized is the more that I write and engage, the easier it gets. And I know, duh, right? I mean, my posts these days, I can't seem to write anything that's under a thousand words. And I think part of that is because I've been interjecting. I don't know if it's more personal or just really being myself. And so (laughs) for those of you who listen or read me, you know, I can talk in circles sometimes. I don't think I write in circles the way I talk in circles. But it it blows me away. I, I mean, I linked to in a previous show, the very first post I ever wrote, and it was literally one paragraph. Truly. And now it's like, I can't, I cannot keep it under a 1000 words. What? <laughs> and if you guys I just got that. And that was a very weak what and I'm not going to repeat it because it was just dorky. But um, I just saw um, the internship. I took my son to go see the internship with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, which it's not going to get any Oscar awards. I know that. But it was fun. It was a feel-good movie. It was sweet. No big deal. But it, it, it was funny. Just entertaining, right? Especially since there's like every other week, there seems to be a new end of the world movie coming out, which I'm kind of a skirt. I like Pollyanna feel-good stuff. I just, <laughs> I do. Although I am a huge fan of all the DC Marvel movies. We did see Man of Steel. This is totally getting into the most random <laughs> introduction. And I'm just going to say that that man looks like he was carved by Michelangelo. He is gorgeous, but it was fun too. Anyways, my whole point with the writing thing is it it really, it's one of those things you hear and you're like, yeah, of course you do anything over and over. It's going to get easier to do. Right. But I think I always thought that writing was one of those things you were either good at or had a flow with, especially this is not creative writing necessarily, but I'm not doing research, right? Or I mean, maybe sometimes I'm doing a little bit, but I think you know what I mean. It's more opinion style. It's it's me sharing, whatever. So I'm finding a much more cohesive pattern to my writing. It's easier. I don't, or if, if I know something needs to sit, I'll come back to it. And I'm just, I'm floored. And then the engaging too. It's, you know, when you really start stepping out there, and we're going to talk about this in a bit, but when you choose to, start sharing and supporting and being more visible online, for lack of a better word. It's like, uh, you know, it's sort of one of those, okay, what are people going to think about this? Mind you, we're all thinking that, right? So (laughs) no one's really thinking about you. And I don't mean that in a negative, but we've all got our own stuff going on. So it's just, it blew me away that I'm actually just like I'm, I'm hungry to write right now. And it's a lot of fun. So a lot of this came about because as I've been working with coaching clients, and when I do like a whole, let's say like the whole website package for somebody, meaning, so it's not, I like to, I like to work with people in terms of talking about the marketing piece as well. So I don't want to just be, you know, the behind the scenes, let's make this look good and we'll make sure your plugins are set up and your analytics, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, let's really talk about this. Use your voice. And I, I forgot how many people really get stuck in not knowing what to write about. And I did myself because, you know, I think the natural inclination when you start writing blog posts and creating content for the web is you start writing about stuff you've seen or that other people have written about, which is great. Obviously, you don't want to copy them, do your own interpretation and your your own spin on it. And I would always reference back to the original article or whatever, but you just, you need to start. And so for me, 
now I found that everything can be turned into a blog post. So little side note, and, and I don't know that I've actually made a direct point <laughs> yet, but over the last couple of weeks, I had a, a leak detection company come out to find the leak in my pool because it was dropping uh, easily an inch and a half to two inches overnight. Uh, yeah, and the $480 water bill said, you can keep paying this. <laughs> Mind you, I drained the pool to see if I could determine the leak myself. Dog with a bone. I didn't drain it all the way, but quite close. Um, so this leak detection company comes out, and the first two visits, the second one, which required them diving in the pool, and he said he found that it was this little hole in the plaster. And he got this AB epoxy stuff, which let me tell you, I'm a pro at that too, because first I tested every possibility to fix it myself. I mean, we're talking goggles, checking the tiles, the whole nine yards. Should have filmed that, huh? Anyway, so I tell them, you know, they do this. I'm like, oh, okay, great. And then I realize, mm -hmm, yeah, that didn't fix it. And it's still dropping. So I call them back out. The one thing he didn't check, I have this spillway. And that's the one thing he didn't check. Fortunately, the pipes were in the grass. So I was like, okay, well, it cost me 450 bucks to get them out here to do that. So being the shearer that I think I am, <laughs> I thought, I'm totally going to dig this hole. And I, my brother can help me fix the leak. We're good with uh, he He can totally do that. And you know, I just, uh, I'll count it as some good gym time that day. Oh my God. <laughs> I, ah, uh, ah, uh. <laughs> let me just tell you, it was painful. My back hated me after the first three days, because we're talking, it was, I don't know, I, I posted it to Facebook and Instagram, one of the pictures, if anybody saw that. But I'd say by the time we actually found the leak and everything, it was at least five feet long probably three, three and a half feet wide, three feet deep. It was pretty crazy. But my point in sharing my pool leak story with you is that I kept coming up with blog post ideas. Because at the time that I was doing this, I had come across working with two different people who have pretty solid, significant businesses. And they've been online for quite a while, both 10, 15 years, I think. I'm doing a site for one of them. And the other person I had uh, was helping them with our webinar engine plugin install. I get it configured and stuff. What floored me about this that does actually tie into my leak. Do you see? I'm trying to like circle back to keep keep it all relevant. <laughs> Where I got the idea for the blog post with this though was that when I logged into both of their sites, there was no SEO, no analytics, nothing in the back of these sites, and. I, one of them has over 800 posts. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. The connection here is that I think both of these people have other someone else post their content for them, right? And so what happens when you don't understand the fundamentals of anything and you just assume everybody else is doing it correctly, right? So because I was totally thinking that as I'm doing this, I know way more about pool equipment than I ever wanted to know. I thought I would know. <laughs> but I can tell you what, there is not one pool service person that will ever come to my house. <laughs> and it, I'll, I'll know that you're pulling over me or not. Because, you know, it's like when I think I had the pool installed in like 2005. And they showed me what everything was. But I was working full time and I had someone servicing the pool. And I, I've always had someone servicing the pool until the last couple of people I kept running into something where I'm like, okay, the pool sweeps not moving or this isn't right. And it's like, oh, you know, 
oh, I fixed it. And it's like, I go and see that they put something in upside down so that I wouldn't see they hadn't fixed it. I, I'm kind of like a dog with a bone when I really get stuck on something. And it's a huge investment. I have to take care of this. So as soon as I started getting very disheartened with everybody that kept coming out, I, I was like, forget it. I'm going to take care of this till I know exactly what's, what's working, right? Because it's going to cost me more money in the long run. So same thing with both of these marketers. I'm sitting here thinking, that's fine if you're not posting to your site, but you better understand what an optimized post looks like. You better understand or have somebody checking your analytics and telling you where your traffic is coming from. You better know what your keywords are. Otherwise, you may as well just be writing in that larizzle nizzle shizzle. That's my fun lorem ipsum generator. And I'll put the link in that if you ever want fun lorem ipsum content. But you're, you're make, it's like a fake language. You know, I can't even use a foreign language because the search engines can read a foreign language. It's like a made up language. Why you wouldn't want to know if something you're spending all your time and energy on is performing, you know, gone are the days of marketers just being able to put up, you know, sales pages and JV and send tons of traffic, which speaking of traffic makes me wonder, all right, well, how many of these people pay for a ton of traffic? That's the other thing. I, I truly question it because if you're creating content, valuable content that is optimized with your keywords for your audience, and you, I don't write for search engines, you guys know that. But if you're doing that, you're going to get good feedback if you're tracking stuff and looking at it. So that whole story sort of ties into this you know, the more you write, the more you're going to see blog post opportunities like this. I see them everywhere now. (laughs) I'm sure there will be an episode, I don't know, maybe not about deleting the whole first recording that I did of uh, episode number 12 for you guys. You know, six of one, you live and learn, right? But I do, I really, you just have to start writing and I don't know which post it was, but just because you hit publish does not mean anybody's going to read it. And that's not I'm not being negative, but it takes time to build up an audience. You know, you have to go share your stuff. You have to start engaging to get that feedback. Okay, so, bum, bum, bum. Of course, as I'm getting into all this writing and having a great time doing it, what do I start reading? All this stuff about micro content and shorter posts are better. Who says, right? Well, uh, that's just me. The thing is, there's always going to be trends, Or as I put in my post notes, and I can't even believe I use this terminology, but I'll share it with you. Newfangled fancy pants ways of doing things. In the end, every every time you write quality content and provide value, it's going to work. You know, I'm not saying it's going to drive floods of traffic, but if you're in this for the long haul and you're not a niche marketer, I mean, that is a business in and of itself. People that go create niche websites They optimize them, they do keyword research, they have articles written, or they write them themselves. But the whole goal is, you know, focusing on those keywords and building content around it. And and it's not a a brand or a name necessarily. You know, maybe they're doing it for AdSense or advertising or whatever. But for the sake of this show, we'll just assume that you're in this for the long haul. Well, create valuable content. So, you know, this whole, this micro content, I'm thinking doing my head in. I'm like, I just started a podcast that that I talk for an hour. And then I've got interviews. I'm like, there's no way I'm in it. I just I'm getting the hang of this, you know, five years later. I don't want to start creating shorter content and 
if you're not familiar, think post formats, which if, I, I'm not going to get into that today. But you know, that's what I was thinking initially when I was thinking micro content or shorter stuff. I'm like we use post formats for that. And that should supplement quality content is kind of how I look at it. And I would actually love to know how many people would be interested in learning more about post formats and custom post types, because I think people that are in WordPress and do it as a business, obviously, you know, that's not a big deal. But the everyday user who's using WordPress for their site that supports their business, I don't care if you're, you know, a dietitian author, you know, or you do coaching or something. If you want to know more about that, I'm thinking that might be a good class or video. I'm not sure. Anyways, I, I really think, you know, the amount of comments and engagement that I'm getting as I write these more lengthy posts tells me I'm doing something right. So as far as I'm concerned, say what you need to say. If it's going to take you 2000 words, do it. If you want to just make a point and it's only going to be a 450 word post, do it. You're going to find your own rhythm that and I just, I haven't had as much happen in the previous four, four and a half years as I have this year as of January, 2013, because of the shifts I've made in my business, you know, and when it comes to all of the things that you might see and read online about what's working, what's not working, podcasting is dead. I remember listening to a podcast answer man show where he said he'd heard that he was like, what? And this was years ago, which it's clearly on the rise today or everybody has to be doing video. Cliff Ravenscraft, Podcast Answer Man, I think, what episode? I don't know. He's recorded over 3,000 shows, not of that particular one. But other than his podcast show notes, I don't believe he blogs in between at all. So here's a man with a huge audience, a very successful business, you know, long term. It's just, so you have to really be able to, to weed out the crap that you hear and see and read online. I was thinking about it. It kind of reminds me of gold panning, which I've kind of done. <laughs> I only say kind of because my parents live about 45 minutes southeast of the Sierra Mountains up near Lake Tahoe. And so we, we go up there all the time. And this was, I don't know, four or five years ago. My kids are much younger. And we literally went gold panning. And so I did it for like a minute. And then I went and read <laughs> on the beach. It was kind of chilly. <laughs> kids loved it, though. It was great. But, you know, you think about that. You have to sift through you scoop all this stuff up out of the river and you sift through mud and sand and rocks and pebbles to maybe find this little teeny nugget of gold. Well, all of that applies to the web as well. You need to sift through the garbage. <laughs> and you know what? It's, I, I guess, I, I think the garbage, I don't know where that came from, but is much more obvious today because there is a level of transparency and authenticity yes, totally overused, but that people want and they're craving. I have unsubscribed from so many marketers newsletters, because if you're not blogging, or if you're not sharing more than regurgitated quotes, your own stuff, I just I'm not interested, you know, and, and that's for me. So I've learned what what resonates with me. And I stick with it. I found to you know, it's like, I don't spend my money on, I don't really buy a lot of courses anymore. Because if I'm going to buy something, I really want something that's specific. Partly because I think maybe I've been online long enough that I've got a real firm grasp and foundation set now for what I'm doing and where I'm going that I don't want a whole, this is how you build an online business. And I'm not a believer in the one size fits all at 
all. <laughs> so I usually look for, I think the last course I invested in was the podcast course. Very specific, very focused, and especially when that's what he does for a living, right? I mean, it was outstanding. And, and so that's kind of where I invest. Those are the gold nuggets that I find. And I, like you guys know, I mean, I do a ton of digging every day. It's, it's sort of part of my routine. And there's certain sites and blogs that I read every day or I check them out. So regardless of whether you're writing epic content, short posts, you're focusing on video, or maybe you're just doing a podcast, just trust yourself and just keep moving forward. <laughs> I know it's not the most scientific or analytical suggestion, maybe, but there's just way too much noise out there. So that wraps up that. Let's go ahead and jump into the best advice I've ever received. I know, kind of a bold claim. And of course, when I thought about this being the best advice I've ever received, it's like, bam, you totally nailed this. This is going to be great. And then I start writing the show notes <laughs> to record this. And I'm like, well, maybe should I say, you know, is it the best? If I was like, just zip it, get out of your head and, and write this. So I'm going to stick with this. And this actually, this advice, I swear, I, maybe I should have Susan on the show. I don't know <laughs> not that she's listening to this, but it was from her again. And, and this advice was given to me when I was in my last relationship. Promise I'm not going to go all Dr. Phil on you. But it's applicable in every area of your life, especially your business. And it was, I don't know, probably in the first few months of when we were dating. And I was like a giddy schoolgirl, totally cloud nine, that whole honeymoon phase. And I remember she said to me, and for those of you, if you're new, Susan is my therapist. <laughs> she said, go all in, Kim. Give it everything. And it stuck with me. And because, you know, I would say it, it was probably the first time I've really, really done that. I definitely felt that when I met my husband in my early 20s, but I kept it really uh, muted for the public inside. I was goofy, uh, you know, like no one get, I just, I was. And, but I just, I was like, it's cool. I got it, you know? <laughs> and the older you get, the less you care about that kind of stuff in terms of what does this look like? At least I'm hoping I'm getting there. And I thought about this and I thought, that is totally applicable in every area of your life, right? There was a quote. I know I heard Zig Ziglar say this, and I think my mom even repeated it to me once, and it's, when a task is yet begun, you leave it not until it's done. Be a matter, great or small, you do it well or not at all. <laughs> kind of same principle, but not, not even so much. This isn't about tasks, right? This is about, are you going to give this everything, you know, I've said a few times, I will do whatever it takes to keep this business going and growing. And I've made significant leaps just since January of this year, because I made a few conscious choices. And that was because I really realized, I don't know that I was going all in. And, you know, I definitely think this is something that is going to, this is going to look different for everybody. Like I said before, I'm not one of those people that I think, well, you're doing this or you're not. You're doing this or you're not. You know, I think there are task type of things. Okay, totally overused, but an example being, are you building a list? If you have an online business, it's important to do that. It just makes sense. And I'm not going to get into all that right now. But, you know, so that's a task, right? But are you going all in is 
for me, there's, there's a few indicators of that. I think most people know on a gut level, if you're keeping yourself busy or you're building a business, right? So I would say the first few years that I was growing this, I was kind of sort of blogging, you know, I was kind of hiding behind, well, I've got client work, which was never my intention when I started this. I don't know if I've stated that ever, but I never in a million years thought I would be doing client websites. That just, that was totally not even on the radar. You know, here we are. But again, I would not know what I know about WordPress had I not taken that route. So it's all serendipitous. I, I was very bad about taking care of my own business. And it wasn't so much that I was bad at it as there was a fear there. And so when I realized, okay, give it everything, go all out, go all in, I should say, right? Like, let's stick with the uh, the post style. <laughs> um, it was the beginning of this year. And I thought, okay, I am going to engage more. I'm going to focus on valuable relationships, building a community. And I can only do that by being myself. So silly language, meaning I make up words all the time, you guys. I just, and that'll be a whole other show because it just, it makes me laugh, right? Life's too short. So if it's being silly, if it's being goofy, if it's taking a stance about something, you know, I have definitely found my voice, which most people who know me in my personal life would never thought, probably would never think I didn't have a voice. But there's a difference between being quick quick-witted, sarcastic, that kind of stuff, and really taking a solid stance on something, which is, I'm just much more comfortable in my own skin now. You know, so here are a few things that I would challenge you to, to question, are you all in? And again, I, I don't think there's a bullet list that if you're doing this, you are, if you're not, you're not right. But here are a few things you might want to think about. Okay, so this first one. So if you feel like you tend to hide or play it safe, you're not going all in. And hiding can be as simple as, are you keeping your content generic so that it's safe, so that you're not going to, I don't want to say offend anybody, because, you know, I I, I don't know, I'm sure I could write something about WordPress that would offend somebody, but it might, you know, it, my site's not really a controversial topic type site, but for a long time, it was like, oh, I didn't want to share something or do a tutorial because if somebody else comes along and says, you did that wrong, right? That That's kind of stuff I'm talking about, which I know who my audience is now. And I'm human. We're all fallible, right? If I make a mistake, great. Let me know a better way to do it. Here's another one. If you find that you're constantly making excuses, well, maybe in your head, you don't think it's an excuse, but the bottom line is you just don't have enough time. You are not going all in. We can always find more time. Because, you know, think about, and I'm sure you've heard this analogy before, right? Have you ever looked at how much you can accomplish when you know you're going to be gone? Like that pre-vacation mentality? You can get like a week's worth of work knocked out and like 48 hours (laughs) because you've got to. So it's a choice. And owning that is huge. And I swear that in and of itself will change your life. No matter what you do, you always have a choice. And if you own that, it's a lot different because then you can't really whine about it, right? Well, I chose to float in the pool yesterday instead of doing X, Y, Z. Well, that's fine, right? I'm not going to beat myself up over it then. Okay, this one might be a little controversial. If your income isn't where you want it to be, then you're not going all in. And I don't mean that you need to start a business and be earning six figures in two months. That's not what I'm saying here. 
This is more applicable in terms of if one of your goals is that your income is growing, that your, you know, your take home outweighs your expenses, that maybe you're like, you know what, I just want to, some people, and whatever your goal is, I, this is not a judgment about that. But you know, some people are like, look, I just want to pay the mortgage and then have more time with my kids, or I want to travel, whatever it is. But if you're not happy with where it's at, and again, you're not brand new and starting this, then you need to look at what you're doing that's preventing that income from growing. Here's a great example. So I've got a few coaching clients right now. And one of them, she's going to know this is she's going to know who I'm talking about. I don't know, last week or the week before we were speaking. And she was talking about she was really, you know, she wanted to put together her website packages and her pricing packages. And that to me, that's great. I totally get that. And anybody who does websites, and you've been doing it for a few years, <laughs> I should do a poll, right? How many revisions have you done to a proposal or pricing or change the way you word this? I mean, that stuff will do your head in faster than anything else. And it's so funny is, I just, I don't really think about it anymore. You do get to that point because I'm like, well, it costs what it costs, right? So here's the packages. If you want something in between, that's fine. But there's when there's a starting point, an hourly rate, and I'm not afraid to say, I will get to my client, by the way, <laughs> but I'm not afraid to say, you know, if a client comes back and, well, we picked the site, we've already coded it, all that stuff. And, you know, I think I want to do this, this, and this. And I, and I say, well, it sounds like you want a new layout. Well, I think I do. I said, that's totally fine, but it's going to incur, incur all new charges. Are you good with that? Oh, well, let's go ahead and just stick with what we've got. No problem. You don't, you don't need, you know, it's okay to say no. Okay. My client story that I keep circling around. So we were talking about her website packages and she sort of looked at it and said, well, I think what I need to do is that, you know, if it's a bigger company, if it's like a corporate client, then it's going to cost this, you know, and then if it's a small business, I'll charge less. And so I said, oh, okay. So based on who your client is, you are worth more or less. And it was like, she kind of paused and I said, it costs what it costs, right? If you're providing value and creating a great website product, it doesn't matter what what it is here, but someone's budget should not determine your value. But if you do that, that's you're never going to increase that income because you're constantly going to be underselling yourself. You can look at it two ways. Okay, so you're overcharging the corporate client, right? Or you're devaluing yourself. But if you charge anybody across the board, the same rate, right? It's kind of like you don't, you wouldn't go into a restaurant and the restaurant is not going to change the prices. The meal costs what it costs. The car costs what it costs, right? I don't know why to me, it seems like I have never ever in my, you know, lengthy, lengthy, I'm going to add an L to that word, which I joke with Steve all the time. Lengthy 42 years uh, have seen an industry where people who know nothing about what you do decide they're going to determine the value of your work. And when you take that stance, then you're going to get nickel and dimed. You just are. But if you say this is it costs what it costs. And again, you don't need to be a jerk about it. You know, people can ask for whatever they want. You just don't have to give it to them. Keep those things in mind. So if you are not happy with your income, are you going all in? Meaning, do you believe enough in what you're doing and who you are to charge what you're worth? Okay, 
that's that soapbox. And again, I'm totally using my hands like you guys can see me talking and waving with my hands. Okay, if you never feel uncomfortable, you're not going all in. This was a lesson that took a really, really long time for me to learn. (laughs) To be able to feel comfortable with discomfort is actually very empowering. You know, you have to do, you have to stretch yourself sometimes, you know, write that post that, uh, you know, maybe is not the most popular opinion or disagree with somebody. And we're going to talk about that further when we talk about um, not being an asshat. <laughs> but you don't have to go with the flow that everybody else is saying because you don't want to rock the boat, right? So, and maybe f- feeling uncomfortable is putting your picture on your website, put getting yourself in front of a camera, note to self. Um, you know, do those things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable because growing a business is risky. If you're, if you're not challenging yourself and pushing yourself, you're not going all in. You're playing it safe. I guess that kind of ties in with the first one, right? What are you going to do? Um, okay. And then, you know, this last one, I realized that nothing before finding this, this, this business, I, there are definitely times where I had other, jobs, uh, careers, whatever you want to call it. And I could get lost in my work, but not like I do now. So if you don't ever push yourself or find yourself getting so caught up in what you're doing, then you're not really all in because nothing beats that feeling of, you know, what I do never feels like work. And there's going to be certain tasks that do feel more like work. Would I rather play in Photoshop? then type up my expenses. Hell yes. (laughs) Would I rather read a blog or play with a plugin? Yeah. But you know, I'm a grown up, I got to do those things too. You know, so think about that, that, you know, there's gonna be those times where it's midnight, and you're like, you don't even pay attention to the time, right? Or I just want to get this done. You know, I know for me, I've recently started taking my laptop out back and writing. And what's fantastic for me with that, not just being outside or whatever, but my desktop has two monitors. So it's very easy for me to keep email open or Skype or Google chat or whatever. Talk about distractions. So when I'm sitting there with that one screen, I am focused. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Oh, my God, I've been out here for like an hour and a half, I didn't even realize and I've just been doing one thing. And there is I don't want to say there's a fear in doing that. But not I'm not worried about the fact that I can lose a couple hours. I mean, I know what needs to get done and when it needs to get done. You know, it's like pushing myself to say, you know, what's important, focus on what you're doing. Those are just suggestions. You're the one that's going to know what works for you in terms of are you going all in in your business? Are you taking those risks? Are you reaching out and connecting with people that you don't know other than seeing them online, but you like they write that you like, here's a silly example. I found a gal and I want to say her name is Liz Seda, S-E-D-A, and found her via Scott Dinsmore, who has a site, liveyourlegend.net. She created this kick-ass how to form a mastermind free download on Live Your Legend. And I will look for the link if it's available still. But I found her via Scott Dinsmore. And so... I subscribed to her site and I, um, I, I love what she's doing. And so it, I, I get her newsletter one day and she was, she shared something that said, if anybody has any ideas, I would love to know. She had a, um, like a muscle twitch in her eye and said, I've tried this, 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 and this, if anybody knows. And I know this might sound silly. So I responded. I'm like, this is what's worked for me. 
The only time I ever get muscle twitches is when I am tired. <laughs> I said that goofy on purpose. But when I'm really, really tired, my body's like, you better friggin' slow down because I'm going to bug you until you do. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. But you know what I'm saying? It's like for me. So I responded to her. I said, here's what I would do. You know, I said, clearly your body's telling you something. And I can tell you, this sounds so silly as I'm saying this out loud, but a few years ago, I would have been like, oh, you know, she doesn't want to, I love it when people email me that are, that I don't have a connection with, or they respond to a newsletter. I absolutely love it. So I know that's little, but, you know, think about all those little things that you don't do because you're kind of just playing it safe or whatever. So, you know, the whole, whole reason I'm sharing all this with you is because the moment I realized that and I said, you have been keeping yourself here because you're comfortable now and you're really not going all in with this. That, that was when I made a decision. Get out there, meet people, connect with people, support other people and be who you are, right? I, I have to be myself. I was going to break into song again about I got to be me, but I'm not going to do that. At least not today. And my my business has changed so much this year. It's been phenomenal. So we're going to finish that soapbox. And now this might be a little bit ranty. And I promise I'm going to try not to do that. But we're going to move on to how not to be an asshat. And by the way, <laughs> I know I mentioned this earlier, but if, if you're listening, just go to the site later because this picture is awesome. I found this image from drawsigner.com. It's linked on the site. It's just the word draw, S-I-G-N-E-R.com. And he created an asshat award <laughs> to award to people. Oh, God, it's silly. And like I said, there's some really gross pictures. So maybe if you're bored, feel free to Google that under images. But um, I, I just knew when I saw this happening, this was one of those, and maybe it was the mood I was in. And trust me, I don't, I don't know. My sarcasm runs deep. <laughs> I would like to think it's more wit than it is sarcasm now. Although let me tell you my kids, mini me's all over, but it's witty, right? It's and I really I'm not one of those people that I, I want to be sarcastic at other people's expenses, unless you can really handle a funny light joke. But you know, this was one of those things that you just you read it and you're like, it, it, why? What, what What's your point? Right? Okay, so <laughs> Oh, God. Like, I just, I don't understand people sometimes. So here's what happened. I had written a post on graphics and WordPress, my favorite resources, and specifically graphics that I use with with stuff that I'm doing with WordPress, right? Whether it's client sites, products, it doesn't matter, a post. So some of my favorite graphic site resources. So like I like a good little blogger, anytime I write something, I am pretty diligent about sharing it on my social networks. I'd probably say I'm worst about LinkedIn. I don't know what that is, but that's a whole other show. So I recently shared this post on Google Plus. And if you go, if you go to the site, my site for the show notes, you'll see I, I took because I, I was this floored you guys. So I took a screenshot with my phone of this little engagement, I will call it because I just didn't get it anyways. So usually what I do is I manually post everything which I don't even know. If, and don't tell me if Google has some automated way because I, I've just got a rhythm down now and I go and I manually share everywhere. So I posted it and I said, hey, just wrote a post some of my favorite graphic resources, you know, that I use with WordPress, of course. And then I linked to the post. Well, later I was looking 
which if anybody knows how to shut off the friggin' notifications with the G plus app, please tell me because I keep going into settings. It says they're off and I get notifications all day long. Okay. Side note. So I go and I am looking at my account and I accidentally plussed my own posts. I'm sure there's a way to undo that, but I was like, uh, okay. So I just, I was like, whatever, leave it. Right. Because I didn't want to hit it again. Whatever. Everyone's thinking you do technology for a living. No biggie. So I go back later and literally this is the comment I get from Mr. Asshat. It says, why are you plussing your own post? Huh? And please add a summary of the linked content when you share something. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, who who are you? (laughs) Go away. My grandfather, (laughs) this is my dad's dad, used to say to us when we were kids, and it's funny because my brother, sister, and I say this to all of our kids. If you want to play here, you must go away. (laughs) And he was really funny. So it's it's like this little mantra. And I totally thought this when I saw that. I'm like, go away. I don't want to play with you. Here was my response. I said, the post title is self-explanatory. But again, you guys, I did share a couple, I wrote a couple lines of text. Do I really need to summarize graphics and WordPress, some of my favorite resources? Anywho, okay. I said, the post title is self-explanatory. Not sure why you're concerned about me plussing my own post, but it was simply an error while on my phone. Do me a favor. (laughs) I just, this is my disclaimer. If you go to Google Plus and happen to find this dialogue, please don't add any comments. I just, I'm not interested in getting into a snarky engagement with this person. I was just, it, what? What? Just, ugh. Sometimes I just wish people would get a hobby. You know what I mean? And that's really, really what I wanted to write. But I'm like, you're, you're just a douche. Why? What is the point? Because I honestly do not understand why people don't choose to be kind. It's so simple. The easiest way not to be an asshat? Don't do stuff like this. It's, you can, you can tell I'm kind of passionate about this. I live by the philosophy. And I'm not saying that I I mastered this by any means, but you can choose to be right or you can choose to be kind. That simple. I say that to my husband a lot. Because the thing is, if if your goal is to prove me wrong, well, you're not going to be too happy then either, right? And I've taught my kid this kids. That was plural. I do have two of them. This is what happens when you have to do it twice. But I, I, and my daughter's kind of a right fighter and she's going to learn the hard way. You know, I mean, I stick to my guns with her, but when does being right not matter? Right? I mean, I'm strong enough in my own beliefs and convictions. It's just not a goal of mine to prove people wrong. I just, I don't need to go there. It's a waste of my energy. It totally made me think of a book that I worked in the book industry for 10 years, like 88 to 98. So (laughs) I'll tell you the best thing about working, I worked my way up, like from a clerk to a district manager for a national book chain. And I'll tell you what, the best thing, I mean, I'm a huge reader anyways, but I always sort of knew what was going on, (laughs) which I hate the news. It's so depressing. But books, you know, there's always a book about current affairs and stuff. And so you learned a little bit about a lot of stuff. Anyways, I totally remember this book by Robert Fulgham called All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. (laughs) And it just goes back to that, all those basic rules that you were taught when you were little, you know, do unto others, which I don't really know if that's like a school kindergarten rule or if that's my Catholic (laughs) background, but 
play nice. You know, how would you feel if, if you did that to somebody else? That's the type of stuff. It's, it's really common sense, decency and kindness. I'm not saying not to use your voice or not to state an opinion. Knock yourself out. But if you don't know how to disagree with someone or share an opinion without being a douche, shut your trap because it says a lot more about you than it does about the person you're criticizing. I'm totally on rant today, aren't I? It's just, it's one of those things that part of the reason that this past relationship ended very self-righteous and was very definitive in his opinions. And if really, really thought he was just this kind, good person, and he, he was, he was a really good guy. But if you think people are idiots because they have a different belief than you and you judge them and criticize them, what makes you any different than them? for criticizing one of your beliefs. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's just the stupidest, ah, like kind of makes my head spin. I know that is a huge, huge rant. When it comes to doing business online and engaging and building relationships, that's not going to get you anywhere. It's just, it's not. And, you know, like if you see an error on someone's site, contact them, send them an email, fill out the contact form. Don't leave it as a comment for the rest of the world to see. I mean, that's just crappy, right? Asshat move. If you see something that sets you off that you just really, really disagree with, wait a while before responding. Do not respond in the heat of the moment. This is one of those things that you probably will regret doing. Asshats have no patience when egos involved. They just don't. It's, it's really important that, you know, if you disagree with somebody or you disagree with something someone has posted, share your views. Absolutely. But if you attack somebody personally and call them names, just makes you an ass hat. I know you probably are thinking that maybe I just wanted to say that word a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Every time I hear it come out of my mouth. I know this is kind of ranty, but I just, I really don't understand that mentality. It's, it's going to get you nowhere. The people that I, I find myself drawn to people who can stand in their own space and own it. And they don't need to be a douche. <laughs> I know this is called asshat, but that word seems to fit very well too. And I apologize. I, I don't think a lot of kids listen to this. And my goal is never really to swear over and over again. But it's just kind of applicable here because I really did. And I, the screenshot, by the way, on my site, I covered up the person's name and their picture and stuff. So I just, I'm not interested in, I don't, I'm not even following him or yeah, in his circle, whatever you want to call it. All I'm saying, it's just do unto others, really, when it comes to online. It, it's that simple. So I apologize if that went way too ranty, but clearly it struck a nerve with me. And my challenge to you, my request to you is support other people. Be supportive. And there are so many times, trust me, and I'm not saying that I don't have opinions about stuff, <laughs> because... I'm not going to share the story, but there's a lot of that stuff with this ex that I was mentioning that, look, if your goal is to make somebody else wrong, you're an asshat. You just are. It's okay to disagree with a belief, but when you start attacking people, it's just, I, here we go again. I don't know. I thought I totally kicked the soapbox out from under my feet. Okay, so let's wrap it up because I'm going to start going in another tangent couple things just to wrap up today. I, first of all, would love to hear what you think about the WordPress admin 
skinning. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? I, I think I'm going to do a video because I love this flat design. If I don't need to redo my whole site, but I kind of want to shift to that direction. So we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to test this. I think I'm going to get this plug in and I'm going to give it a test. And so stay tuned for a video probably next week on that. I've got to get some videos back out. It's challenging doing this podcast that I missed last week. Uh, thanks to digging the hole in my backyard. I think that it's kind of a fun idea. I think it's just a different element. My question is really the effects it'll have on site load time. And is it going to put a lot of bloat in the site? All that good stuff. So I'm going to test it and play that play with that stuff. So let me know what you think about that. And, you know, share the best advice you've received. That would be cool. I would love for you guys to leave a comment on the site. I am going to put speak pipe up or you can call in and leave me a question. Feel free to share your best advice there. That'd be kind of a cool recording. Give me your name, your website, and the best advice you've ever received. And I'll play that on the next solo show. So that was kind of a fun idea. I just came up with that right now. Pat myself on the back. (laughs) Anyways, as always, I would love your comments, love your feedback. And if you have for it, please cruise over to iTunes and leave me a review and a comment. I would love that. So have a fantastic day. And remember, be kind.